Hello, coming to you live from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Welcome to Her Next Chapter, the podcast dedicated to sharing stories from amazing women who have reinvented their careers or lives. Could be total changes, could be side hustles. I'm Stephanie Pierce, mother of three, wife of one, former corporate exec, and now I am the founder and CEO of StephPierce.com. And I am Julie Burton, founder of Modern Well, a female-centered co-working space in Minneapolis. And I'm the author of The Self-Care Solution, A Modern Mother's Must-Have Guide to Health and Well-Being. And I'm a mother and a wife. In each episode, Julie and I will bring you these awesome stories about the power, pain, and laughs that come from change. Are you ready for your next chapter? Sitting next, next to, to each, each other. other. Oh, my oh, my goodness. It's amazing. I think we just said that together. We didn't even plan that. No. That's the magic of us. It's in unison. Yes. Oh, yay. yay. And what a day and what an episode we have today. I'm excited sure for sure. I feel like we have kind of a, a famous person with us She's today. Famous. It's a name She's that everybody knows. Mm-hmm. So um, today's guest, I'm going to let Julie do the intros because they have a long-standing relationship. Yes. Um, go ahead, Jules. Yes. So welcome to Lonnie Bassa. Lonnie is both a friend, a business associate, and I would I would go as far as to say a mentor to me. Lonnie is the owner and CEO of Business Women's Circle, which is an association of women business owners who meet monthly as a peer advisory board. Um, and what they do, it's, it's designed to help women grow their businesses to a million dollars or beyond. Who doesn't want that? I don't know. <laughs> right? Like dream big, everybody friends, out dream there, big. sign up for BWC right now. And it is facilitated by a professional. These meetings provide opportunities for a group of 10 to 12 owners of diverse businesses to share best practices, learn from each other, and hold themselves and others accountable. Um, so Lonnie came to Modern Well in 2018, was the year that we opened, and she ran her, not her very first, but the first BWC circle at Modern Well in late 2018. And then we struck up a one of many, many conversations about um, working in tandem. And um, we decided, she decided um, to run the majority of her circles out of Modern Well. And so it has been just a blessing ever since to have Lonnie as part of the Modern Well community, to have the BWC energy um, flowing through Modern Well on a regular basis. We're so glad to have the circles back. Um, we really missed them over COVID. And she, you know, was, we'll talk about this more, but, um, you know, managed to keep her business thriving through COVID. Um, and she definitely picked up the phone for me on several occasions when I was uh, struggling to, you know, keep myself together in the dips of COVID. And she just always has a positive word, positive advice. And I, we are just so grateful to have you here today, Lonnie. Thank you. Thank you. It's so great to be here. 
It's so great to have you, Lonnie. Thank you so much. So we're going to get started. Our very first question, of course, as you know, Lonnie, we talk and all of our, most of our listeners are really looking for thoughts, perspectives, counsel, advice as they think about pivoting or getting unstuck or reinventing. Uh, But I wonder, Lonnie, if you could start by just letting us know what does the word reinvention or the concept of reinvention mean to you? Oh, um, that's a great question. You know, one of the things recently actually that I've kind of latched onto is this idea of being in beta mode. It's the idea that you're constantly testing, trying, experimenting, um, and, and making maybe small moves and shifts as you go. And I really love that concept. And I see that as part of reinvention because yes, sometimes you're thrown into something and you have to change really quickly and fast. But I think life is actually more a series of these, try it, see what happens, shift here, go left, go right, um, whatever that is. And so I've been encouraging people to think in beta mode because we're constantly evolving and changing. And so it's not that you have to do this massive reinvention overnight, but you can do little tiny steps almost every day if you wanted to. And so I kind of keep talking about beta mode and trying to be in that mode. And that I think is kind of my current concept of what I believe reinvention is is about, is that it doesn't have to be drastic. It can be these small steps that you take every day towards something different and new. I love that. I love that too. So walk us through, so you, before BWC, you were in corporate America, right? Um, walk us through kind of your your steps that you took to move from there to where you are now. So the way I did it, I wouldn't necessarily coach anybody. <laughs> um, but I can tell you Don't try this at home. <laughs> we also love what not to do. What not to do is just as great as what you should do. Or do, or do because it worked out for you. Okay? Totally, totally. <laughs> it definitely did. And, and really what it was is I um, had been in, I started my career here in Minnesota in Dayton Stores became a trainer, a training consultant for the stores team, um, ended up managing that team and then reporting over to corporate at Target. And in the course of that, I went through many iterations working with um, developing the learning management support team and strategy for Target and you name it. And my last role was um, helping to set up HR operations because we did not have that for the um, corporation. And it was challenging and it was great. But what happened, as as any organization does, is we got a new CEO. So Bob Ulrich retired. My former boss moved on. And um, my realization was, oh, wow, this organization has shifted and changed. And the values that we had, they were still on the door, but we weren't necessarily walking the talk. And I realized it wasn't that organization that I had I'd grown up in and learned to, you know, be who I was and do what I was able to do. And I was unhappy and which had not necessarily happened before in that way. And um, at that point in time, we had just come together in a blended household with my parents living with us. We, I kind of sat down with the family and said, Hey, you know, I'm thinking that I need to move. I need to do something different. And uh, my family was wonderful because they basically sort of said, okay, what is it? And (laughs) this is what I don't recommend. I'm like, I have no clue. (laughs) 
maybe I'll own my own company, but I don't know what I would do. Um, and that is when they were like, well, that's fine. And we, we kind of sort of agreed, I would kind of do my experimentation and figure out what it was. And I had a two year window to figure it out. And if I didn't figure it out, I'd go back and interview at corporate. Um, and that was kind of the plan. So again, not the way I recommend it um, when I'm working with someone, but it, it's what happened for me. So I left Target just before the Great Recession began and uh, in 2009. And it was also a time, well, actually, I think I left in 2008. And it was also a time when my husband ended up going through a job change. So the week that I was leaving Target, he came home and said, ah, the work has dried up. Um, I don't really have a job anymore. So great changes. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Big, big changes, but great things happened. My husband actually ended up going back to work for the company he had worked with prior to the one he was at um, and is still there. And then for me, I reached out to a great friend who was also an entrepreneur because I wanted to learn from her and figure out what did she do and how do you do it? And um, she was wonderful in that, Julie knows the story that I I was going to be her apprentice. That's what I said. I said, can I be your apprentice? And she kind of laughed at me and said, you don't, you don't need me. You're, you're going to figure this out. You don't need me. And of course, inside, I'm just like, I have no idea what I'm doing here and I need some help, but okay, you say I can do it. I can do it. Um, And the beauty of it was she calls me probably the next day and says, Hey, I have this idea. Don't know if it'll go anywhere, but if you're game, let's do it together. You don't need to be my apprentice. Let's just do it together. And it was the idea for the BWC. And so we got started and that's how I got to sort of get that going and, and to where I am today. And I think that that feeling of, um, I know you wouldn't recommend it, but I know a lot of us are like, I don't know. I know that I don't want to do this anymore, but I don't know what I want to do next. I mean, I think that that is a real common feeling. So thank you for kind of sharing that, Lonnie, and how you were able to work through it. It sounds like to me, one of the things that was most helpful to you was support, support from your family, support from others. Can you talk a little bit more about that journey for you in that window of, I don't really know what's going to happen next, and but I have a plan. I'll go back to corporate if I can't figure it out. So who helped you? How did you make it through that window? Yeah. So, so certainly my family, because they were very forgiving and I was learning like, what does it mean to go meet other people and to do this and to do that and not have a nine to, well, more like an eight to six or seven, you know, Mm -hmm. hour job. And so they were great in helping me sort of move through that and figure some of that out um, and supporting me from that perspective. Um, I did a little stint where I worked at a wellness center and helped set that up and get the operations going there. That was a big learning period for me because, you know, I got to be behind the scenes of setting up a small business locally. I did some examination of whether or not I wanted to open my own co-working space locally. And, and, and that was fun. And that was interesting and learning about rent and everything, Julie, I don't know how you do it, but it uh, it was crazy. Um, And then I also, um, you know, the help of my friend, Myrna, who started the BWC with me, I got to learn from her and then all the women she brought around us to advise, to give thoughts, even even when we did a focus group, all of those people 
were um, sharing their stories, sharing their experience. And those were um, incredible in and of itself because I got to sort of hear things behind the scene and what they were struggling with and what was happening. So I got to sort of experience all that without having to go through some of it myself, which was a huge learning and a huge piece of why we do BWC is that advice and, and learning from others. And so the support of those women and some of them may not even know they were supporting me during that time frame in the way that they were, um, was absolutely huge when I was going down a road that I, I really had no clue what it was about and what it was going to look like. But because they were willing to talk and to share and do those kinds of things, you know, that helped me put together a picture and an understanding of what it was going to take and what I needed to do for my own business as I went forward. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I think I think it's really powerful in terms of, you know, it, that admission of, you know, I don't know exactly what I'm doing and I'm okay with leaning on other people, listening to other people to kind of help me find my way. It's like, it's like Brene Brown's book, you know, Braving the Wilderness, right? It's like, sometimes we we are in the woods without the flashlight and we need to figure out how to to get through and the people around us I mean you say how did how did I, I didn't know the co-working but like I, it's the same thing for me I had no idea you know <laughs> it's just like you kind of you're like wait where where's the flashlight oh th- there is no flashlight <laughs> Okay, well, I, I'm going to have some meetings with Lonnie because <laughs> Lonnie, I'm going to just listen to how Lonnie runs her business and, and I'm going to talk to Steph and I'm going to talk to these people and and then you kind of figure out your own your own thing that you're trying to do. But I think there's this there's this myth that like people like go in like completely knowing what they're doing. Most entrepreneurs, you know, as we really get them talking, they're like, I had no idea. No right? clue at all. <laughs> right? So what would you say? I mean, I think and I think there's a lot of fear around that. Right. So what would you say to people who are sort of wanting to make that change? They're they're really uncomfortable. Right. Really unhappy in, in what they're doing. But but that uncertainty of, of I have no clue what I want to do. I, I, I kind of want to do this, but I don't know how to do that. What would you say to our listeners who may be in that spot? Yeah. Um, one of the biggest things, and I did this initially, um, well, there's two things. One is um, I encourage people to explore. So reach out to people and, and it may be people you don't even know. So for example, at one point I thought I was going to be an organizer, like you know, come in and do your closets and office space and make it all neat and tidy and everything. Cause I love that stuff. Office supply geek all the way. <laughs> but as I got to know people and listened to them and I, I reached out to a couple of people, I like, Oh, that business is really cool. Would you be willing to you know, share with me what you do? Um, and they were willing to sit down and do that. I was like, Oh no, maybe this isn't what I want to do. <laughs> I talked to a coach that I knew from Target who had coached executives and said, Hey, tell me what you do. I mean, I was having coffee with people, but it was, it was again, listening to the stories and exploring what they do, what they liked, what they didn't like. Those were the great things that helped me sort of tick things off the list or add them to the list. Um, And also at the same time, help me figure out some things that it's like, what would I want, you know, out of all of this. And then the second piece I would tell people to do is to really take time to dream and reflect. 
So think back to your career or what you've been doing. What do you love? What are the things that, you know, you got out of bed ready to go and wanting to do, um, you know, or that you were really looking forward to, or the things that even in your head, you may have said, gosh, if I could do this every day, this would be cool, right? Because we forget that there were great experiences there. We may be unhappy right now, but there were some wonderful things we did um, in our career that kept us going and kept us engaged. What were they? What were the things that we enjoyed? And if you can take that, dream a little bit about what would my ideal sort of world look like? You know, who would I be working with? What would my hours look like? How flexible would things be? You know, all of those things, um, even down to where, like, would I be working in a space at Modern Well? Would I be, you know, what would that look like? Those are the things that I, I encourage people to do because too often we're like, oh, I know this, so I'll just go do this and, and that'll be fine. And we may find we're not that happy just doing that, right. you know, that there's something bigger and, um, you know, more fulfilling for us to do, but we haven't taken the time to figure that out. So don't just fall into it. Try to take some time to dream about it, you know, reflect on it and then explore, talk to people, ask them about what they're doing. You know, I think that's important. And how did you know, Lonnie, that BWC was going to, was it, right? So you knew that organizing, maybe not so much. So, you know, what was the feeling? What, how did you know? So I would say I didn't know right away um, because I was still very much in the exploring stage. And I'll be honest, one thing I will say about that sort of give me two years or I'll go back to corporate was that it became a little bit of a crutch. And so what happened was I started BWC as more sort of the behind the scenes person, getting everything rolling, spaces set up, you know, all of that. And then we got to a point where we didn't have another facilitator and Myrna was like, you're it. And I'm like, well, I can't facilitate these women. They know too much, right? And I jumped in and did it because we didn't have a choice. We didn't have a facilitator and we needed to start a circle. And so there was a little bit of that realization as I went through that process of, oh, I can, I can do this. You know, I have facilitated, I'm able to do this. So that was going along. Well, then um, in 2000. Well, my mother passed away unexpectedly and things were just, you know, thank you. It was just a tough time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's when you start sort of when you're in grief and things like that, you're like, oh, am I, am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? What is there to life? You know, you ask some really deep questions. And I got to a point where I was like, maybe I should go back to corporate, you know, and by now it was past the two year window, but I was like, you know, maybe I should go back to corporate. Things will just be easier. Paycheck will be regular. Maybe that's where I really need to go. Um, So I went and interviewed uh, for a position that a recruiter had reached out to me for. And it was VP of organizational development at at a corporation here in Minnesota. And I walked in thinking like, it was hard because I had to talk to Myrna and say, there's this opportunity, what do I do? And I called another mentor and said the same thing. And, you know, and so I walked into this, building and into sort of the lobby. And I don't know, but I thought I was going to hear angels like, oh, <laughs> right. Like I came home and I was in a beautiful white space and this is where I should be. I walked in and 
that didn't happen. In fact, I waited for 10 minutes for the person to acknowledge me. <laughs> so oh step gosh. one, that wasn't such a great start, right? And then as the process of interviewing went on, it actually just kind of kept going downhill, you know? And, uh, and I realized when I left, I'm like, some of what I just experienced, this is why I left a corporate right. job. When I came to sort of that realization that I did not want to go back to corporate, that's like when this, I, I don't know if you want to say cement or whatever, you know, hit, but that was the moment when I went, I, I'm an entrepreneur and I'm going to be an entrepreneur and I'm, I'm going to keep working on BWC and we're going to keep, you know, growing it. And that's, that's what I'm going to do. Um, and that was, that was like that big, huge moment of, I don't know, enlightenment, whatever you want to call it, that I was like, this this is what I meant to do, you know, and I'd had great experiences in my circle and I loved doing them, but it was like, that was when everything kind of came together and said, this is what I'm, this is really what I meant to do is this work. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you can't go back, right? You're going to, you're going to move forward and move through it. So in, in moving forward and moving through it, I mean, obviously you guys experienced great, tremendous growth. What was that process like? And what were some of the challenges along the way as you were growing BWC? And you and you eventually um, became full owner, correct? Yes. So walk us through that that process and yes. some of the joys and challenges you faced. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, you know, um, one of the great things was, you know, Myrna had always intended that at some point, you know, I would take over um, completely. And in 2016, I did buy her out um, and own the BWC now um, completely. And I think along the way, you know, it's challenging to be a business owner, you know, the income, the constant sort of, you know, awareness of am I doing the right things? Am I growing? Or am I kind of getting stagnant? You know, all those things are all there. They always are. They are for a big business as it is for us, Mm -hmm. you know, being small business owners. But I think that, again, learning from even, you know, as a facilitator, I learn a lot from the women in that room. (laughs) And so learning from them, um, having great mentors like Myrna and other people on in my court and and even great clients from that perspective um, keep teaching me and keep me moving forward and help me look at things from a different perspective. When I realize that a client or a member isn't looking really sharply at who their membership is and, and how they market to them, it makes me step back and go, am I am I looking at this as well? Right. Um, you know, so it's been really helpful to sort of be along the journey with my members and clients, as well as being part of the journey. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's kind of, I, you know, symbiotic in some ways from that perspective that as they grow, I grow. Um, I think the thing with BWC is there's always challenges. You know, at one point I got a little sidetracked and thought I should do lots of workshops and went to a lot of work to do lots of workshops. Um, That's not where I make my money. They're nice. A lot of work, Uh you know, and sometimes for, you know, four people that show up, but Mm -hmm. dang, you know, whoever's supposed to be there is supposed to be there. But it's, you know, it was the realization that, okay, I, you know, I can do those, 
but really I need to keep concentrating on the circles and that experience, you know, so being really clear about your product, your customer, those kinds of things. Um, and every time I stray from it, it's like, oh, oh, yep, yeah, take my own medicine, you know, and get back on it and, you know, do that kind of thing. And I think that um, as you continue down that path, you realize there's lots of opportunities. And so just choosing wisely, thinking it through, um, you know, being smart about those choices are key. But I will also say the other thing is we all have probably experienced is that envy, I guess would be maybe the word, um, where we see that other group who started up and look at them and how fast they're growing. And you kind of go, oh my gosh, should I be growing that fast too? And why are they growing and I'm not growing? Or why do they have that person and I don't have that person, right? And it's it's kind of one of those things that happens, I think, in every situation and every person to a certain extent. Um, and I think you just have to, again, step back and go, okay, but who do you serve and what are you really trying to accomplish? You know, what's your purpose? Go back to those core things because they're doing something different. And there are, there are, you know, taking that abundance mentality, I think is what people, you know, say is really important because what I do is really different from another group. And you may want what I do, or you may want what that other group does. As long as we find you a group, you know, right. I'm going to be satisfied. <laughs> it may not be mine, but as long as we find what you need, I think that's what's important. So that's awesome. What's next for BWC, Lonnie? What is kind of uh, on your mind and on the hearts and minds of uh, the women you serve? Yeah. So I think, you know, after coming out of the pandemic, one of the big things we keep talking about is kind of defining what you want things to look like. So we talk about business leadership in life and we want people to take the time to figure out what does that all look like going forward? It wasn't pre-pandemic. We don't want to go back to constantly busy, overscheduled, you know, hardly time for yourself kind of situation. We want to make sure we're thinking more wisely about that. And what do we define as success and what are we working towards there? So that's, you know, a big thing that people are looking at and that we're hoping to support and, and help people manage as we hold them accountable to their goals and things like that. The other thing that I'm looking at is continued growth and starting to lay the groundwork. We had started to do this pre-pandemic, but obviously, you know, that stopped everything, but laying the groundwork for starting to move outside of Minnesota and doing circles outside of Minnesota. So that's the, the next biggest piece that I'm looking at for BWC and what that might, you know, look like and shape to be as we move forward. So that's awesome. Congratulations. That thank sounds amazing. Yes. Yes. I have to thank you for, for admitting, Lonnie. I think that is really brave to, especially like for women to admit that, like that kind of looking over your shoulder to you know, like, oh, well, look at what they're doing and look at, I, I think that I just want to just take a moment. First of all, it, it, it's brave to even say that out loud. And because um, we all feel it, right? Like we all feel it, but we're almost like most of us are kind of ashamed to admit it. Right. But I love that you were able to, to talk about that and, and that, and, and to talk about how you deal with that because it's, it's like, it's a normal feeling, to go, oh, well, you know, look at them and look at them. But then to say, okay, but you know what? They're doing something different. I'm not for everybody. You know, Modern Well is not for everyone. BWC is not for everyone. StephPierce.com is not for everyone. Or Steph Pierce is not. <laughs> 
I always think of it as it's McDonald's and Burger King, right? Some people like McDonald's. Some people like Burger King. Right. I think both of them are doing just fine as organizations. And so... But I just I just wanted to acknowledge that because I think that that I think women can sort of trip all over themselves a a little bit with some of that. And um, I've learned a lot in doing this work of how to, like you said, have that abundance mentality. There is room. There's room. There is room for all of us to be successful. And your success doesn't mean less success for me. Right. right? Right. So thank you for for bringing that up. Yeah, <laughs> we appreciate it. And it's a hard lesson, especially when you're starting out, right? When you're yes. first starting out yes. and you've got those insecurities and you see someone else doing it. But I do think it is you have to always go back to what's the work? Where's my passion? Where do my skills lie? And the people that I'm serving, what are they asking for? Um, exactly. I think that that's those are very wise, wise words, Lonnie. Thank you so much. Well, it's tiring to try to buddy into everything. So. Yes. 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 For sure. Well, Lonnie, it has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for sharing your words of wisdom, your beautiful energy with us and our listeners. We are grateful for you. Definitely. And I'm sure that I can say this on behalf of all of the women that participate or even facilitate in your circles. We are thankful to have you here in our community helping women as we kind of move through our careers, as we move through the pandemic. So thank you for the work that you're doing in our community, Lonnie. We appreciate it. Well, thank you so much. And thank how you. do people find you? How can people find out more about the, you with the BWC? www.thebwc.org is our website at BWC.org, sorry, on Instagram. And you can also just email hello at the BWC.org and we'll pick up that email and answer. So Excellent. We'll put those in the show notes for everybody. So we'll have that available. Awesome. Thank you so much, Lonnie. Have Thanks, a wonderful Lonnie. weekend. You too. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening to another episode of hernextchapter.co. You can follow us on Instagram at hernext.chapter. And you can find all of our lovely, fun, fabulous podcasts on all those places where podcasts can be found. Please follow us and give us five stars. We'd be so delighted and tickled. And we hope that you are enjoying your time with us. Last but not least, hernextchapter.co. You can check us out there as well. See you next week.